Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, yeah. Because they would do it too. Oh, all the check, time. check, check, one, two, yeah, one, two. Oh, you're doing it in all in Garage, garage Band. Garage Band, now. yeah. I'm a huge fan of the Garage Band. Me too. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, the one nice thing about the computer crashing is this. Um, Do you need a new one, or is it still, is it, is it Dan, uh, Danny's? It's Danny's. All right, ready for this one? Mm. Want to sing a little we'll bit? Try. Want to sing a little bit? Money makes the world go around. Wait, no. Money makes the world go around, the world go around, the world go around. Money, money, money. It's a rich man's world. I dream the dream of days to come where sponsorship is high and money is forthcoming. That's beautiful, Kevin. I really added a voice onto that one, too. <laughs> I really was trying to go for something there. And I don't know what it was, but yeah, that's exactly what I was that's going <laughs> for. That's exactly what you did. No, I was it, all in one take, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> they mean, you mean they sing and they don't stop? This is revolutionary. <laughs> Listeners, we love... That sounded so creepy. Listeners. <laughs> Listeners, we love creating this podcast, but it does cost money. Please don't make me sell my Angel record. Oh my gosh, the original cast recording of Angel. That like nobody has. Nobody has it. I don't don't make sell him it. sell it, you guys. Or my autographed copy of the artist's way. No, I think we can sell that one, Kev. <laughs> if you like what we are doing and want us to keep doing more of it, please head over to patreon.com. What? That's Patreon. Right? I'm going to spell it out. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. Pat-reon. I feel like <laughs> oh, Pat-reon. Yeah, Pat-reon. Pat Pat-reon. Yeah, once you're there, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends. And of course... We don't expect you to give without receiving some great rewards. Such rewards include behind-the-scenes videos, shout-outs on future episodes, mm. or episodes, depending on what part of the country you're from, because <laughs> I said episodes, and early access to some of our podcasts. Hell, for the right price, Kevin and I will come to your apartment and act out all of Agnes of God. <laughs> that's right. No. That's not happening. At least an interpretive dance from uh, the Overture of Carousel, hopefully. And now that I will do for sure. Yay! So head over, friends, to P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com to help us out. That baby was in the waste paper basket and you put it there, Agnes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going over my lines. <laughs> you put it there, Agnes. I, <laughs> I didn't put it there. I didn't put it there, Agnes. I didn't, I didn't put it there. Yeah, that's it. No? Yeah, we got it. I don't know. I was just playing around with something. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Curtain and to make sure to join our... Our guest has me laughing so hard I know, already. I love it. And to make sure, <laughs> and make sure to join our Facebook page at Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. We haven't been drinking, I swear. They know, they know what to do. And follow <laughs> us on Instagram at Broadway Curtain Podcast. Plus, you can always listen to our podcasts on Broadway World and Stitcher. Oh, yes, Stitcher. I'm so excited for Stitcher. There is no other choreographer in musical theater whose work is more identifiable than that of Bob Fosse. And today's guest had a front row seat to see that master create his most legendary work. Our guest was not only in such Bob Fosse vehicles as Dancing and Sweet Charity, he also appeared in such notorious musicals as The Little Prince and the Aviator and Merlin. Today... He's an incredibly successful choreographer, inspiring a whole new generation of artists with his talent and generosity. And because he was mouthing it to us, just to make sure we get it in there, not only is it dancing and sweet charity, but... <gasps> How dare I? That's my fault. I didn't How include it. How dare you? I didn't include it. With, this Excuse is my me, fault. Is that a joint? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we're being good guys. <laughs> To tell us what I'm it was sorry, like, what are, what are you sorry for? You're the <laughs> guest. <laughs> to tell us what it was like to work with such people as Woody Allen, Donna McKechnie, and Cheetah Rivera, plus what it was like to challenge Bob Fosse to a game of croquet. <laughs> Here is Fred, man the third. Fred, what is that full stage name for us? Oh, Fred? Fred, middle initial C. Now, my director, see, that's the okay, yeah. SAG name. Yeah. And, and equity. Actor, actors. Yeah. But for directing and choreographing is Fred C. L. Mann the third. Oh. The full name is Frederick Charles Lewis Mann the third. God, I want a name like that. <laughs> yeah. I want a name like that so bad. Actually, I just... my dad thought I was not gonna like it. Real? Because I'm I'm the third, you know, so it's my father and my yeah. grandfather. You know? I think it makes you stand out. And I went, are you kidding me? It looks great on the marquee. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. So where did you grow up, Fred? Where did you grow up? Um, I grew, was born in Buffalo, New York. Okay. And oh. grew up outside of Buffalo, West Seneca. And what did your folks do for a living? Well, my dad uh, was a mover. Oh. We had... Uh, well, most of my life, he was a moving person. You know, he moved. Yeah, out. yeah. And uh, was a delivery guy. Uh, my mom worked with uh, New York State Department of Retired Children. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! She did that forever. Um, and of course, you know, then she just kept on trucking. Yeah. So she was like eighty-six or seven, working in like Seven <laughs> Eleven. Good for her. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Oh, gosh. She, she loved people too much to stop. Is yeah. that where you get it from? Yeah. 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 But, you know, people don't get it, though. I'm really shy unless I open up. You know, totally. I get to know people. Yeah. yeah. And then you're fine. Because, see, you know, people don't get that this theater thing is an all, you know, a cover. <laughs> right. No, totally. It's oh, I like, hear you. It's I like the you. sad clown, too. Yes. I mean, we, we entertain so many people. Uh, but it, Cheetah uh, always said that. Yeah. You know, because when we were doing Merlin. Yeah. You know, Nathan Lane. Oh, yes. One of his. And we were all in her dressing room one time, and she just looks down and goes, You are a sad man because you're so funny, aren't you? <laughs> but, you know, he did that. Because even then he was a sad guy. Well, he was a comedian. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, all he of those that... comedians had that sense of, you know, wow. Yeah, totally. So they entertain us with this. Inc- I. He was so fabulous. Yeah. I mean, he broke his ankle. Did you ever see pictures of him? No. During Merlin? No. He broke his, I think it was ankle or foot during Merlin. 
And then rather than have the placement, he went on with crutches. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. And he and Cheetah just did the one-liners and made it work. <laughs> That's so Because she was his uh, evil mother. Yes, right. <laughs> Mer- Merlin has come up a few times with some of our guests oh, previously. We, we love having it George come. Lee Andrews. Oh, yeah, of course, George. And Spence Ford. Yeah, Spence. Yeah, yeah. okay, so... Yeah, get some Merlin out there. I did, I did dancing with Spence. Yeah, one of the companies. Oh my God, Barry McNabb. Did you ever work with Barry yes, McNabb? Yes, I didn't do the company with him though. Okay, I did uh, uh, the national, first national. I did three companies of dancing, and then I did two companies of Chicago, uh-huh. three companies of Sweet Charity. Um, then I did commercials with Sheeta and Bob. Yeah, amazing. Um, Actually, I was. I feel very fortunate. Yeah. I got to work with the legends. Oh yeah. I got to work with um, uh, Alvin Ailey first of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I got to work with uh, Ron Field, oh. who's the original cabaret choreographer. Yeah. yeah. Most people don't get it that he's the original on Broadway. Oh we, yeah. Because they get mixed up with the film. That's you know? right. We talk a lot about him because we feel that his contribution to the American musical theater hasn't been recognized enough. Enough. No. Uh, totally. I mean, he was. He was brilliant. He was. He was a little wacko, but you know what? Aren't we all? What, what, Aren't we all? Exactly. Why are we in this business? I mean, really. Yeah. Let's I just was call always it. wondering if there's, you know, if there's ever going to be a retrospective of his works the same way that we've seen like a Fosse or a Jerome Robbins. Well, he did this one whole cheetah. This, his one whole act, Cheetah, did this one number. She starts the number, the boys pick her up, and she never touches the ground through the whole number. Oh, really? And that's Ron's choreography. Yeah. That's Ron's choreography. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, my God. It was God. incredible. It was a fabulous number. Fabulous he, number. I'm wondering, have you ever seen that? There's, it's on YouTube. It's Cheetah doing all that jazz with two guys, and they 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 have her li- lifting her up. It's done. It's not Bob Fosse choreography. I don't know whose choreography it is. It might be his. It's absolutely breathtaking. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of that same thing: lifting her up, throwing her around while she sings. She barely touches the ground. Yes. Uh, I wonder if it's the same thing. Wow. When now growing up in in New York, how did you realize? I'm going to be a dancer, or I want to be in the arts. Well, I started as a, a gymnast. Oh, okay. Okay. I was a gymnastic champion first. And what happened is, because I lived in the suburbs, so I had to take a bus in. Mm. So I was always early. The girls would be taking ballet class for Florex. Because this is when they started doing a lot of dance for the floor exercise for the girls. Yeah. And so okay. I was there. What am I going to do yeah. yeah. So exactly. I just jumped in and started taking ballet class, and uh, and it just went on from there because uh, there was the Studio Arena Theater. It's mm. no longer in existence, it, unfortunately, in Buffalo. Um, it was on Lafayette Street, and it was this old building. But that's when I did my first musical, which was Carousel. Oh. Uh-huh. And it how was old also, were, how old were you? Do you remember like around? Oh yeah, I was junior in high school. Oh, okay, All so right. ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, right. of course. ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Who were what you? did they say? Lift and separate. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, you have to. (laughs) So, okay, so you're doing Carousel. Are your parents supportive of the fact that you're going to maybe go? No. I'm seeing a head shake of a no. No, Dad dad was not having this. What do they want you to do instead? Well, see, even back then, doing gymnastics was kind of... I was going to say. Now it's like every dude in the world wants to be that. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. You know, and it was great. Um, 
I I loved it. And, you know, it's like it got to the point where I had won a lot of, I was Olympic material, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I had already started dancing. I, I was different from other guys because I had a male first teacher, mm. dance teacher. Plus I had oh, right. an Olympic coach right. as my coach as well. So that's where I ended up coming along with a philosophy, only study with the best. Right. Because mm. then you learn the best. And mostly when you're studying with the best or working with the best, they skip all the bullshit. Right. <laughs> so true. And they get on with what we're here for. That's right. Which is the work. <laughs> which is, is the work. Which is the work. Yeah. The work or until the process. This... Yeah. It's talking. See, this is the one thing that you're talking about teaching. When I'm teaching as well, it's like kids. Here's the bottom line. If you don't like the process, find another job. Because mm-hmm. you spend more time in the process than you do on stage. True story. Boom. True. End true. of story. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it's so yeah. true. Now, after you did Carousel, what else was next for you? Did you get, perform in the community Well, what ended up happening is um, because of the gymnastics, I got went to Indiana University. Oh, right. So that's when I was there with the gymnastics. I was on the varsity team. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, plus I was a diver in high school, too. I was, You're you know, very athletic. Yeah, I was totally a jock. When did you realize, though, that you went from being a jock to being on stage? Because, I mean, you could have stayed in that jock life. What, what, where, where did you go? I think it Not- came from the shyness. Really? Yeah. Huh. It was uh, the gymnastics, the physicality of it. Mm. It made me feel comfortable with myself. Um, dance, it made me feel comfortable with myself. Mm. You know? So the, the element of confidence within myself grew because I loved what I was doing. Yeah. And so that kind of, it's still carried with the shyness thing. Every time I walk into a new group, you know, it would uh, take, it took me forever to get used to it. Do you feel like you've overcome that or are you still shy? No, no, I'm, I'm still, there are certain times like I'll walk into a party, you know, and yeah. it's like, it'll be go, oh, you're Fred. And I went, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Now what's my line? Yeah. yeah. Now what's my line? Totally. Were you into musicals growing up, like movie musicals or Broadway cast recordings? My grandmother. Your grandmother. Uh, uh-huh. My grandmother was the music person. Yeah. Um, I knew the Rhapsody in Blue. Nice. Um, Chopin's Nocturnes. Mm. I mean, those were things she played all the time. Mm. My mom and dad were not, not at all. But grandma. But grandma. Mm. That On was mom's side or dad's side? Mom's side. Yeah. Yeah, my grandma, uh, dad's side, she was, I was like her shadow. So, of course, she was 4'11". Yeah. <laughs> and my father's 6'3". Okay. So, who figures that out? <laughs> oh, my gosh, amazing. Now, what were you doing in Indiana University? Were you doing shows, choirs? Okay, that was the changing point. Yeah. Mm. Um, no offense to jocks, but... They're a little slow compared to what <laughs> my mind is wanting to do and yes. be up with, you know what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. So um, I transferred into the dance, and uh, that's when I just went started gun, gun hole with the mm. dance. And I left gymnastics behind, but not for long, because that's what got me into Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so well, we're going to talk about and, that. And yeah. also, I've read that, you know, other, th- other than football, dance is the most... 
uh, athletic sport, if you can consider oh, it a I sport. Oh, I talked about that, James. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of football kickers and stuff, they take yep. dance, but for the Batman and all that. But but it is such an athletic ability. Yep. I mean, so in, a, in many ways, your, gym, your gymnastics training really helped you get your start, I mean, with yep. dancing, I would think. Yep. Well, and also part of it, too, is learning that team element. Mm. Um, you have to learn, work in a show as a team, well, whether you like them or not. So true. It's a really great You know, point. so that team element came from my gymnastics as well, yeah. even though it's an individual sport. Right. Yeah. You know, you were there backing each other up. Mm-hmm. There was, you Support. know. That was my misnomer when I came into show business. Oh. You know, because you know how sharp we can be in our tongues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but what happened is that element um, with, with the gymnastics, you know, yes. that whole being behind each other. Like one day, there were a ton of us that were the best, like in the States, you know. So what happened back in those days is whoever was on that day mm-hmm. reaped the goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And it wasn't a matter of who was better. It was who was on. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the things, like, you're talking about teaching. That's an element I teach the kids in show business. It's like, excuse me, I don't give it. Drag your ass in here. Yeah. What are you doing a show today? Yeah. That means you got to put out. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta put out. It does, right. They don't care. They're paying a lot of money to see you shake your tookie. That's right. You better <laughs> yeah. shake it full out. No marking. So, did you realize when you were at uh, Indiana Bloomington? Right? Is that right? Where yes. you're at the Bloomington campus? Yes. When did you start to realize? You know what? I'm gonna go to New York. Um. You know, I don't actually remember that thought. That's interesting. Had you ever been to New York City before? No. That's you, a whole story. What, oh. what, what, That's a whole story in itself. I decided that I was going to New York for the summer. During college? Yes. Yeah. At Indiana. And I just, there was just a drive yeah. inside of me that wanted to go. So I dropped out of school a semester and worked at the bookstore. Now, the owner of the bookstore no, totally knew where I was going with this, you know. And he gave me as many hours as possible. Oh. The whole sweet thing, you know? Yeah. So um, I got my bank account, you know, and I got my tickets, got on, got up to Indianapolis, sitting there, just missed the bus as it pulled out. Oh, oh man. So I had to wait for the next one. The next one was at midnight. I fell asleep sitting in the chair. <gasps> they took my ticket. They oh. stole my ticket. Oh, <laughs> I had no more. I had just enough money. I went to the counter and asked for another ticket to get from Indianapolis to New York. And she told me how much. I was short, 75 cents. The woman in the cashier said, she gave me the 75 cents. What? Swear to God. Generosity. And I said to her, I will pay you back. I promise you I will pay you back. So I'm waiting for the next tick, you know, bus. I'm standing in line, and then I was talking to the girl in front of me. Well, behind me was <laughs> this sailor who was on leave, <laughs> and he was listening that what had happened to me, and he just tapped me on the shoulder and gave me a buck. Now, back in the day, a buck could go a long way. Yeah. yeah. Okay? She said, I've been there before. 
we've got to take this. So I took the dollar. Wow. And we <laughs> and I thank God it was enough for me to when we stopped to get a hamburger and mm-hmm. a Coke. And then just enough money for me to take a subway because that's when subway was thirty five cents. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yes. <gasps> so and he got me to my apartment just for that one dollar. Wow! Okay? I got to the place I'm staying. I'm going to make this fast. No, got don't. to the place I'm staying. He's he was a, a musical director. Oh, so he had he was going out with Barbara Eden for Holo Donnelly. Wait, this sailor? No, no, no. Oh, no. sorry. The guy that he's staying with. Oh, in New York, gotcha. honey. I was like, <laughs> you oh want to hear my God, what sailor. kind of sailor is this? need to go forward. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, please. I'm sorry. The Midnight's Blue special over here. My <laughs> God. God. So, I'm exhausted. Yeah. So yeah. Bill ends up taking me out and showing me the town. Of course, I wanted to, but oh, my God. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I went with him. So the next morning, he says, I've got to have you get out of here because I've got to work. You know, people are coming over. Right. So he lent me some money. He gave me $10. No, five. He gave me five bucks. I went out, got some pizza, and my first time in the park. Oh. <laughs> I went to the reservoir because he's at 86th Street. Yeah. You know? Standing there okay. on the other side, I see some kids, you know. Stories. Yeah. <laughs> Never been in the park. Okay, react. Get yes. out of here. So I get out and then drop the rest of it, right? <gasps> Bam, they're surrounding me. Knives all stare at me. Oh. And I'm going, fuck a duck. Excuse me. I, know <laughs> say, no, I would say fuck a duck at that. But honey, I just gave him the money and pulled my pockets out and said, that's it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going to stab me, stab me. <laughs> That's all you're going to pulling out the pockets, guys. This is it. This is it. You probably have more than I do at this point. So, exactly. like, yeah. <laughs> I hope the muggers gave you a dollar. Jesus, that's but all within that two days. Oh my god! You know that, it, but you know what? I've had nothing happen to me ever. That's amazing. Oh, thank goodness! City. Get it all out of the way at the beginning. Oh my god! Totally. <laughs> what? Forty-eight hours? Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Did you see a Broadway show on your trip? I was on scholarship at Joffrey. Oh, that's what I was there for. Okay, what does that I, mean? What does uh, well? What? You know, I was so green. I yeah. didn't know. I didn't contact anybody other than the place I was staying. That was handled through our mothers. I see. <laughs> nice. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. My mother knew his mother, and oh that's my how it came together. Okay. Um. <laughs> and the thing is, though, uh, I just walked in Joffrey and looked at them. Bold as ever. I must have had cojones this size. Yeah. <laughs> because I just said, I want a scholarship. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I just, that's ballsy and good for you. I just walked in and said, I want a scholarship. Yep. And that's, and she looked at me, Mrs. D, we mm. called her. And she looked at me and I went, Whoa. but they gave me an audition. I had to audition for a whole week. Wow. But I got it. Mm. Then I went to the Harkness Ballet School. At that time, that was a huge school as well. The Harkness. Yes, Harkness Ballet. And they gave me a scholarship also. So I had the choice at the time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But I had always wanted to be a Joffrey dancer. Of course. So I went with Joffrey. What was it about the Joffrey School that you wanted so badly? I loved the look of the company. I loved the work. 
Um, legs. I had legs, feet. You know, it was just the look of the company and the work of the company that I loved. How were you know? This is before YouTube, so how how would you get to know the work of the mm-hmm. company? How were you able to see it? Go to see you it. would actually yeah. yeah. And did they were there or tours? On television. Ah, so there, they would you would actually get to see the ballet on yeah. television? Yeah, you remember that's early television. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Real. <laughs> nice. Amazing, killing Amazing. Me. Remember Ed Sullivan, honey. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Of course. Miriam. Yeah. Peter Gennaro. That's where he danced so much. Oh my God. Of course. All those. Yeah. I went with Peter. Yeah. That's did so two, cool. Did two shows with him. What were the two you did with Peter? Uh, radio City. You did your okay. Your Radio City. Oh, oh yes. All right. Oh, <laughs> you look like you have stories about Radio City. Oh, it was so good because he was doing Annie at the time. Yeah. And you know, you know, Peter was hard of hearing. Yeah, I heard that. So he just, you know, <laughs> you adored this man. You adored this man. And it was like one time we were, we were doing this huge production number with the Rockettes and then all the added extra dancers and stuff. And Peter thinks everybody's hearing him. And everybody goes, Peter, turn up your hearing aid. <laughs> That's like straight out of Sister Act. I'ma check your ba- I'ma check your battery. I mean, it's like that's amazing. Oh, and of course, he, he was that kind of a doll. I mean, and then when he was working with the kids and Annie, he'd come over and rehearse with us. After rehearsing with them, he goes, "Those kids are scary." <laughs> they learn it so fast. Oh my God. <laughs> oh kids God. can do that, can't they? So the, the other you, one was. Yeah. Um, Agnes. Oh, oh, yeah. Agnes DeMille. I did the uh, Kenny Honors the second year. And so I got to do oh, wow. with Agnes DeMille. I mean, my God. That was a trip in itself. When was that? Let's see. That was 81, I think. Okay. 81? Yeah. Do you, this is a horrible question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you have a favorite choreographer that you've worked with is there someone whose style that you, you know to tell you the truth no yeah i mean yes oh god how do i want to say this obviously fossey fit well on my body yeah mm-hmm. um i didn't have near the in- injuries either because he loved classical dancers because they already had that, the technique. that yeah. Yeah. yeah and so he could shape and he liked angles and so i loved doing his work and I just, I love doing Ron's for a different reason. Um, yeah. The work, I, I, I was, seriously, I, I feel very fortunate. I got to work with a lot of the greats before they passed away. True. Very true. You know, and that's the one thing that I do feel a little empathy for the younger generations, because they don't have what we had. We had these giants yeah. to learn from. You know, a lot of the, and this is no offense to the younger choreographers, and so, it's just that there's that element of experience, and sometimes, even if you're coming into a new concept, that experience that helps you understand your art form. Yes. I think that that's a problem today. A lot of young people don't understand their art form to begin with. Mm. Right, and... that. Why do you think we... 
how, how few of them really understand musical theater history? Well, that's oh, well, that's yeah, and, and funny because that's exactly yeah. the reason why we started this podcast was to help inform and educate them Duh. on and, and, and on the shoulders that we are all standing on yes. of the people who came before us. You know, and, that, and it's like I tell these kids, it's like, excuse me, you look at the newspaper, mm-hmm. you see who you're auditioning for, you get on Google. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, God, you have no excuses nowadays. Totally. I mean, this idea that you can't update your resumes. <laughs> excuse me, we, we used to have to fully type everything out again. <laughs> every new, every time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah, I never even thought of those yeah. kinds yeah, of well, things. That's why we used to have to write in sometimes. Like if you just finished a gig. Oh, right. And you were like, oh, yeah, I was at the summer stock up there. And, yeah, 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 so totally. you wrote it in and handed it over. Crazy. Nowadays, excuse me, there is no excuse. Right, totally. Yeah. Absolutely no excuse. That's You know, to get monologues, to get what songs. You know, and the thing is, though, the one thing I think the kids need to learn more today and. It is part of their culture, but it's not. And that is, they have to know their own brand. Mm. Oh, yes. You see, one of the things that, back in the day, agents could help develop your brand. Ah. Because then they could help you. They knew where to help put them. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was not, more collaborative there ain't then. There no time for that no. shit no more. No. There's no, no patience. Agents take you. you you got to know who you are. Exactly. Yeah, that's a very good point. And the thing is, uh, see, that's when I'm teaching musical mm-hmm. theater. The first thing I start out with is, who are you? Yeah. 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 And most of them don't know who they are. Yeah. How much will you do to do this part? So you have to know your extremes, where you're going to go, and how far you'll go to obtain what you want. Yeah. And not have a guilt about it. Yes. Because obviously, you know, there's that nudity element there's all kinds of oh things. yeah you oh have sure to know who you are and whether or not you can do that or not absolutely but see once you follow through that becomes part of who you are indeed which goes to your brand which makes it easier for yeah. casting exactly. yeah it helps everybody it does a lot of a lot of the young people that we work with are very resistant to the word type very resistant to the word brand and my feeling is is once you can identify who you are and what you're selling more doors open than close on you. Well, first of all, you're going to know the right kind of monologues. Y- you know your path. You're going to know who you are to choose these different things. Mm-hmm. And like, even if you're doing another a, a character that has been done before, you still are putting your brand on that character. Agreed. Which is going to help you, for them, actually, yeah. to decide whether to hire That's you so, or not. So, so true. It's so true. We agree with you 110%, Brad. We, <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, when do you decide to go from being in Joffrey to I'm going to do musical theater now? It just happened. Um, first of all, it was ballet. Mm-hmm. I was principal mm-hmm. with three different ballet companies. Which ones were you, were you with? Milwaukee, Indiana, and then I was a principal so- social uh, soloist with the uh, Iglevsky ballet out on Long Island. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. And that was um, all after college. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and then I was doing a typical ballet company stuff. <laughs> I got married actually, mm-hmm. and it wasn't paying the bills. Yeah. So I was trying to find other ways of getting the salary up. And we were doing uh, lecture demonstrations. Then I found out about an audition at the. Um, 
New York City Opera was doing oh. with Hal Prince and Ron Field. Oh. That's when I worked with Ron for the first time. And what was that? What was the, the, um, the piece? Uh, Ashmedai. I've never heard of this. It was an electronic you. score. It was an electronic score, and Ron did something that I... It's great. It, rather than counting it, we had earphones. And that's all we heard was the counting of the earphones. What? Against the electronic. Oh, my God. So what happened is... It was brilliant. It, to me, it was absolutely fabulous. I was one of the principal five. I mean, seriously, this audition was almost like auditioning for a ballet company. It was like three and a half hours. We danced and danced and danced. What was his name? Eddie. Eddie assisting. He was one of the assistants for Ron at the time. But uh, Ron was still in California at that mm -hmm. audition. And who walks in but Mr. Hal Prince? And I got chosen by Hal wow. to be one of the five principals. And of course, I had long blonde hair at the time. And um, he just loved my character. So I'm in the middle of these five soldiers at the beginning of the opera. We start the opera. <laughs> it's these four, uh, five uh, soldiers that are pulled out of the cobwebs and brought back to life. And uh, we do this whole slow, I mean. It was at the New York City Opera? Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, I, never even, oh, cool. I, I had no idea that even existed. And no. we did it out in L.A. too. Oh my god! Because they have a, they had a season. They used to have a season out there. Yeah. And so we did it out there. We did, we did a repeat on that as well. But that's what, when I first got to work with Ron. And the title was again is called Ash Ashmadai. Ashmadai. A S H E M D A I. I think. All right. I'm going to look that up. That, we'll look it up and see if we so, can find anything. And, oh, wow. But that must have gotten you into the realm of, of more theatrical dancing then. Well, yep. What happened is one of the guys that I got close to, he yeah. was one of the core guys, he said, one of my friends is, is looking for uh, acrobatics and good dancers. Yeah. You're like, hello, me. And so he hooked it up for me, and I had a solo audition, and... Dance my ass off because I had a lot of technique. I'm a classical yes. dancer. Right. And he asked me to do acrobatics, and so I did round up back cans for me, backflip with a twist. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. wow. So like, needless to say, I got the job. Oh, wow. that's so cool. And what was but this? That was my equity job. And what, what was, was your that? equity? That was Can Can. Oh. Can Can? Yeah. Where was that? Um, we, we call it the Chateau de Ville. Oh. Chateau de Ville. Chateau de Ville. <laughs> classic. I classic, love that. <laughs> they did Can Can, though. They had three of them up in the Boston area. Uh, and then they had one in Connecticut, I believe. Mm. Wow. Now, I have to ask you, when you were doing your auditions, did you ever have to sing? Yes. What was your song? Did you have a go-to audition song? Yes. What was it? Yankee Doodle. Really? Yep. I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy, Yankee Doodle Yep, and then I took it up at the end because I was a tenor. Yes, you did. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you did. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Okay. And all I did was the last 16 bars of that and took it up at the end, and that's all I used for almost my entire career because you could do it as an up-tempo, and you could also do it as a ballad. <laughs> I'm a little blown away by that. That's amazing. It's genius, That's Fred. great. That's, yeah. Uh, totally. And that's what, what I'll do with some of the kids now that I know aren't comfortable with 
right singing. singing. I yes. coach a lot of sing- dancers. You know what I'm saying? Sing. Yeah, so it's very scary for them. Because see, when I'm teaching dance now with them, mm-hmm. my musical theater training of dance mm-hmm. is once we get certain amount of technique under, mm-hmm. then they have to sing while we move. Love it. So it'll be just basic stuff going across the floor, kickball, chain, pirouette. Yeah. They have to, and each time they do the set, they have to go up and up. Oh, I like that. Because, honey, excuse me, you got to be twirling when you're sitting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so true. Word. Do you twirl when you sing? Hell no. <laughs> I never asked you. I should ask you. No. Honey, you twirl all the time. For those of you that don't know, Kevin is a twirler from way back. That's right. I he just likes to hide I, it. And he's blushing right now. Yes, he's blushing. He's all red, Kevin. This always happens. All red, Kevin. I dreamed a dream of days to come where spongership is high and money is forthcoming. That's beautiful, Kevin. I really added a voice onto that one, too. <laughs> I really was trying to go for something there. Listeners, we love creating this podcast, but it does cost money. Please don't make me sell my Angel record. Oh, my gosh. The original cast recording of Angel. That, like, nobody has. Nobody has it. If you like what we are doing and want us to keep doing more of it, please Head over to Patreon.com. What? That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Pat-reon. I feel like <laughs> oh, Pat-reon. Yeah, Pat-reon. 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 Yeah, once you're there, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends. And of course, we don't expect you to give without receiving some great rewards. Such rewards include behind-the-scenes videos, shout-outs on future episodes, mm. or episodes, depending on what part of the country you're from, because <laughs> I said episodes, and early access to some of our podcasts. Hell, for the right price, Kevin and I will come to your apartment and act out all of Agnes of God. <laughs> so head over, friends, to P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com to help us out. <laughs> I have written down a show that you did at the at the New York Theater Workshop, uh, the the public theater. I mean, what's now the public, public. theater? Was it San Sancocho? San Thank you. Didn't know how to say San it. Sancocho. Yeah. This is an I had never ever heard of it. And usually we go after obscure shows. Yes. Usually we know. <laughs> and this was done by um, Joe Papp's theater company. Yes. And it was an original. Yes. Music. It was a. It was a musical, it wasn't was it? Fabulous, wasn't it? And it was Ray Ramirez. Ray Ram- Ra- Ramirez did Ray the score, Ramirez. and Miguel Gadro. Gadro. Did the director because he was also with Alvin Ailey. He ah, just, he was so in you, the company. You had for... already met Alvin Ailey at this point. When no, you did this. It yeah. was through Miguel. Ah, Miguel but he was at the company. You were saying right? Miguel was yeah. a yeah. dancer in the company. I yeah. see. And um, I assisted Miguel for huh. almost six years. Wow. And um, that's we met on the first King of Hearts, which was done out in Connecticut. Yes, we want to interview Peter Link. Actually, yes, yes. Peter. Love Peter because yeah, yeah, he, Robbie he, Benson. Wow, yes, yeah, he and I were best friends. Oh, wow, it was so funny because he wanted to learn acrobatic stuff, uh-huh. and I was a klutz at basketball, you know, because uh-huh. he had that movie one, yeah, and he loved basketball. So we ended up going to the Y together. But see, that's when I met the people who wrote Hair. Oh my god, because <laughs> oh. <laughs> Robbie, right, it was that was a whole trip. Mm. Because he was getting threats, so it was like, he said, he gave me this phone number, and he goes, this one you'll be okay on, because he had FBI protecting and everything. I mean, what? that's how bad it was. Why was he getting threats? Well, first of all, he was Jewish, you know? I mean, there, he was a big star at yeah. the time. That's all I know. Oh, wow. That's wow. all I know. But the thing was, 
I don't. I didn't understand because he's such a great guy. Yeah. <sighs> one of the best guys, man. Did not know that. Robbie Benson was just one. He's still uh, a big. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been forever. Um, I remember he he had twins because mm-hmm. I know he's still living out in L.A. Yeah. Um, for, for our listeners who are, might be unfamiliar, you do know Robbie Benson because he's the voice of the Beast. Yes, totally. In Beauty and the Beast. That's totally. probably how you might know him. Totally. Um, there we go. And I also think he was the cutest actor of the 80s. But oh, that's, my God. That's a whole other you story. And that's a whole other podcast. You. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But he so is what sexy, was sexy. Sancocho about? I'm oh, sorry. Sancocho actually was a huge learning thing for me. Uh. Being the white person I am. Yes. <laughs> but see, it was about black and Hispanic. Yeah. I never knew that there was yeah. yeah. Mm. I never knew there was such a difference at that time. Yeah. You know, and it was all about a girl and a guy who uh one was black and one was Hispanic. So little Roman Juliet West Side Story yeah. kind, kind of, of feel. Thing, yeah. And you know why we never went on is because of Zoot Suit, which was a flop. Oh, that's right. See, we were covering a very, we were in that same period. Because mm-hmm. we had whole, I mean, some of the numbers. And I, ca- I was called the white percent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Good. Yeah. And Zoot Suit was coming from L.A. at the time, right? It made a big splash in L.A. And, and it just opened on Broadway. Yeah. yeah, okay. And they, um, and that's when Mr. Um, Pap was, you know, yeah. he was the man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the man. I, that's one thing I was so glad. I got to work with him a couple times, you know, yeah. down there. It was so, you understand why he was so successful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you talk to him about the way he approaches, um, why the way he looks at a show, right? What it makes sense to him or not make sense to him, and and then if it doesn't make sense and it's on the borderline, how he'll have people explain it to him, hmm. you know, so he, to wow. decide whether he'll go forward with it or not. But see, we ended up. Um, is the competition with Zutsu would have just defeated us completely. And it's sad because we actually had a better show. It was a good show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Miguel, oh my God, the choreographer. See, I was dance captain for that as oh, well. Oh, wow. And his assistant. So, um, and then, I mean, everything happened at that. His entire apartment got burned down. 
So I was assistant director for that. My <laughs> God, awesome. Fred, my God. You know, um, so it was like he lost all of that traveling, those mementos he got from yeah. Ailey, yeah. all the years of traveling and stuff. And I just really felt bad. But that was a part of us trying to get through that process. Yeah. Indeed. Know, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the process. That's you true. You never know what's going to so happen. So true. You know, it's even one of my students now. I'm so glad because I uh, choose who I work with now. Mm -hmm. And I've got a group of um, eight. And they're singers. They are not dancers. Oh, and I told them, I said, look it, you are going to have to commit to me because I think your standard and your work ethic is what I want to work with. Now, I promise you, you're going to be able to present yourself with anything mm -hmm. in an audition when we get done with this. Okay? Well... It's just been wonderful. Oh, it's just been great. One of my, they're all singers. And yeah. they're now, I'm, I was at, um, Larry Fuller had a, a special. I work with Larry Fuller a lot. Oh, yeah. Too. Wow. Um, and I assisted him on a show called All Girl Band. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, damn. So I hate it when I go off. I, no, it's, it happens. Are you I kidding me? Back. It's my life story. But they were all, they're all singers, not dancers. Yes. And I, I was talking to a bunch of them. And some of the people had heard what I was doing and trying to train singers mm -hmm. to look like they're dancers mm -hmm. so that they could go to a dance audition right. and then blow them away when they get asked yeah. to sing. And I said to them, I said, look, it, I'll put my singers against your dancers any day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, that. Fred. <laughs> I love it. Now, when do you do Chicago? When does Chicago come about for you? That was uh, right away. That was 77. You did on tour on Broadway? Uh, that was the first national. First national tour of Chicago. So, honey, that's when yep. we had first nationals. Yes. yes. No, no, honey, no, that's yes. our, they, your luggage is in your room. It disappears when you come. Yeah. You go, okay? Yes. <laughs> Who was in that first national tour with you? All of them. Cheetah, Gwen, Jerry, Mary Sunshine. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, that, of course, that's when people would actually would, tour the United tour States with the as original opposed company to. Because, you know, now we it's spent, like, you know. Well, we spent we spent three months wow. in Chicago doing Chicago. Oh, my gosh. How did it go over in that city? It was great. Yeah. It was fabulous. What was your track in that? Track? Like, what, what roles did you play? Were, were you oh, the, I, um. It was great because I, <laughs> I got I was the red. <laughs> I had the red shoes. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! The red patent leather. Nice. Click your heels three times. <laughs> <laughs> now, th now, for so many of our listeners, they think of Chicago as what's on Broadway today. Oh, they they're missing so much of the decadence of this show. Tell us about that mm. original production. Oh my God! I mean, see. I understand what they were doing with this because of money. Yeah. That's all it was is money. Mm -hmm. the, the unfortunate part is this is a misunderstanding of what that show really is. And what is that show? The show, the whole element of what Bob set up, what you see is not always what is true. Okay? Mm -hmm. 
A lot of that's missing in this production. You know, the fact that sometimes they may use a woman to play Mary Sunshine blows me away. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the whole point of it. That underlines what you were just saying. Exactly. What was it like to be directed and choreographed by Bob Fosse? It was fabulous. What made him so good? For, the, for someone in the room, we can watch his work and go, my God, that's brilliant. But from somebody in the room, what was, where was the brilliance? He was never satisfied with himself. But he never forgot where we all came from. He never forgot those times he was working in those peep show places. Yeah. And so there was a, um, that's why there was such a, a respect for him. Because we didn't care how many times. You know, it's like he'd go one more time. Well, two hours later, he's still doing one more time. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, in the process of watching him create something. And I think for me, the most important thing is to really appreciate and understand how he used focus. Mm. You know, on stage, he was a master at telling you, this is what you should be looking at. This is the story. Otherwise, he'd let you look at whatever you wanted to look at just to keep you entertained as yeah. well. You know, in a lot of shows like Pippin, everybody thinks of Pippin as this <laughs> upbeat thing, and it's dark. Yeah. All of that is exactly where he did that whole element with Chicago. Nothing is what you it appears right. to be kind of thing. Yeah. What's it like sharing the stage with Gwen Verdon? That is incredible because my first strut doing Chicago, they I learned the show in two and a half days. Oh. And they put me on. Uh-huh. And I went on in uh, Michigan, in Detroit, because they were really short. They needed, and so, I see, that was a challenge I loved. I was a quick, a pretty good study. And it was just great. I still have master the original scores from Stan. Oh my God. Because that's how quick it was. So I have the piano score, Stan's piano scores for um, all that jazz. All the numbers I was in. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Save those. Frame and those. I've got the notations, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff, you know, it's it's really crazy. That's so cool. That's how it was. I went on with it. So to make a, a long story short, all of a sudden I'm on stage and I'm doing strut, and then I realized I went, I am dancing with a legend. <laughs> <laughs> totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just really freaky. It was like an out of body yeah. experience because all of a sudden you're looking at her and going, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Holy shit! They, they say the happiness of a company comes from the top down. Damn straight. Um, what what? Leadership skills that she exemplify. <clears throat> I learned a lot of professionalism from Gwen. She was a boss, and she knew what her power was, hmm. but we never really saw it. Mm-hmm. And there was always, like, there was one time I remember there was a 
everybody was going, well, Bobby said this and Bob said that. And she went click. And she took the production stage manager right into the, the office. They talked in there, came out, and we went forward. Yes. Wow. She knows what Bobby wants. Yep. Yep. And Cheetah Rivera? Look at that. Yeah. She is, to me, the love. I mean, I would do anything for Cheetah. Seriously. You've worked with her a few times. <laughs> yeah. And I was fortunate to be a part of her family. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were so many times, you know, I spent two Christmases with her family and Fred. Fred. Fred Ebb. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was all at Cheetah's place. I mean, she had that restaurant. Um, it's called Private Private Eye now. Oh, my God. You know, next to the theater. Yeah. 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 Wait, she used to own? Cheetah, there used to be a Cheetah a restaurant there. <sighs> and uh, so they had a, they closed it all for a big Christmas party. So all of her family and everything. Of course, friends <laughs> running around. He's creating these skits. And I mean, it was just glorious. It was just one of those incredible times. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Because we, we were Fred and Fred. Yeah. <laughs> We were Fred and Fred. Of course, he was Fred one. <laughs> Take that act on the road. Take that act on the road. So you do. So you do Chicago, and then do you go right into dancing? No. Little break. God, where did I go? Okay, you got to remember back then we did a lot of industrials. Oh right, that's we right. We talk so this much is a about theme that comes yes. up a lot. See, yes, that's what, those were our meat and potatoes. Right. See, that's why. I tried to do is because I was Mr. All American, blue, uh, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. You know, I was six foot, acrobatics, twirl the baton, whatever. <laughs> but um, so we did a lot of that. Those were like two week, ten days, two weeks. Bam, big money. Then you could do uh, Joe Pep. Yeah. yeah. Then you because that was my whole plan. I wanted to do those jobs that could pay the rent and make me eat, but then I had money because I was a big saver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every show I did, <laughs> I was the teller. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I made everybody put money in so that they didn't see it. So uh, this is actually true. One girl had forgot totally, totally forgot, and I had her start putting in $50 a week. And we were out for a year. Didn't even remember she was part of the credit union. And then all of a sudden, she went in just to get a loan. And they went, do you want to do a loan against your... She's going, against what? (laughs) She had like 5,000 some dollars in there. Now, back then, it was a lot more money, right? But she called me and she said, (laughs) (laughs) Look at you, friend. I know. Shoot. So you do all these industrials. Then you go on the road with dancing. What uh, What national company of dancing were you with? Were you the first? First. First. Always the first. Yes. Yes. And um, what was it like performing this show? My God. You guys never got off the stage, did you? Nope. If you were, you were still on stage because you were changing costumes to get on. It's a marathon, right? I did. uh, I did the opening number. I did the first three numbers. Which were? Well, uh, Crunchy Granola, and then one company I did, Crunchy Granola, went off, changed, and then came back on for Spirit, mm-hmm. and then went off, changed, and came back on for Crunch, uh, the Boxer. 
How do you keep your stamina going uh, during the day? So, like, what do you do? You have any like pre-show rituals or anything that you do during the day to prep yourself to get yourself in a good good place? Or had you been dancing for so long that you're like, this is second nature to me? I just need to warm up. Doing dancing was like memory reveal for me. It was like doing a a dance company. Yeah, literally, you were. How did audiences? It was harder than a dance company. I was yes. Eight shows a week. Eight shows shows a week. week. (laughs) And I only missed one. One out of a year. Yeah. Wow! Holy shit! Did you have? But that's why I missed. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, diarrhea does it every time. Oh my god! That's but so you funny. persevered through everything else, so we'll Probably. give you that if nothing else. Did you have did, any injuries on your body? Nope. Wow! And I—that's all my training for my gymnastics. Wow! Because it had been instilled with me back in the day, your work ethic. <laughs> Your body is your tool. It's like taking a pen and pencil to school. You can't work without it. So if I don't maintain and keep my body healthy, then I don't work. Yeah. And then I don't get paid. <laughs> and so that was one of the things I always did. In fact, during Chicago, I was always the one, uh, Gwen and Cheetah, we used to do bar together. Before the shows, and then in between shows. See, I always did a full warm-up at the beginning for the first show, like matinee days. Did a full workout, full class. Wow. Then I would do my first show, go to dinner, come back, and then I would do a half. Wow. And I did that for a year, and I came off with no injuries. I was the only one. That's, impre- such, that's incredible. Such but discipline. I, I, but see, you have to be, I feel. Yeah. That's part of what you're in this business about. Yeah. You know, and, and it was, it's easy because, you know, a lot of people were doing. You're also at a party yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of them were doing drugs. And, oh, yeah. And I'm going, I don't know how I could do that. Yeah. I, I don't know how you could do that. See, I, I don't know. I'd call me a candy ass. I mean, I can't. And then go on stage. You know what I'm saying? I, no. I just, no, of course not. I don't know. That's incredible. Yeah. That, that was just me. That was just me. First Broadway show that you get is? I don't even remember. We remember. What? We know. It's called The Little Prince and the Aviator. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which we never made it to opening night. No. Maybe that's why you, maybe that's why, maybe maybe that's you, why you forgot it. about it. <laughs> but okay. this quite see, a, this... I was the assistant on that as well. Well, yeah. And Mr. Little Prince was who? Uh, Anthony well, Rapp. Th- yeah, Anthony, Anthony Rapp. Rapp. Yeah, and this cast and is insane. Anthony Rapp. Okay, here's this yes. is great. Anthony Rapp and his mom had just moved to the city. So that she had found a place, but it was way out on Long Island. Yeah. And for him, he was like, what, nine or ten at the time. And so he had changing stuff every day, you know? So I took him on weekends he would stay with me and sleep on my sofa bed and then we would work on lines and stuff like that so he'd be prepared and ready for the next the next day and it it was just he was just the cutest kid yeah absolutely cutest kid i mean it was great this the cast also had michael york yep michael york one um, fabulous man to work really fabulous man to work with ellen green yep (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> and and also I, but 
The book was by Hugh Wheeler. Yes. It, uh, John Barry of James Bond and Lolita, my love, yes. fame, yes. wrote the music. And Don Black, who did Song and Dance and all these other things, well, he wrote the lyrics. Think, Jer- Jerry <laughs> Adler. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but she, the review also said about Don Black's. Did you get that? I, what, no, did, what, what did the review say? I didn't read the review. <gasps> Mer- oh, my God. <laughs> His lyrics for long tree lists. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> like literally the worst thing you can say you to can a say, well, <laughs> Thank you for that laundry list. <laughs> and in the show, unfortunately, uh, did not make it to the Broadway. No, no. So wait a minute. Well, so, until well, opening know, night. You but, know what happened though with yeah. that? It's too bad too because it was a, a delightful concept of what they wanted to do with it. But see, the producer was brand new, had never done a show before. Oh, great! So he had no idea <clears throat> of how to. Say this is X amount of dollars. Yeah. This is you can't have a biplane sitting in the middle of the stage for the entire show. No, no. it doesn't work. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so to speak, we shot our wad all on that biplane. Oh and wow! The costumes were incredible. I mean, it, there was so much about it that was wonderful, but people just didn't know what the hell they were doing. Oof. And it was sad. And yeah. we had a, uh, basically almost a sold out for that New Year's Eve. Mm. And then it was all canceled. Wow. So you played previews and nope. nothing? Nothing. Nothing. You were her- you, you, so you Our first preview was going to be on New Year's Eve. And then, oh, so, my So God. you rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and then yep. for nothing. There, that was wow. the first time we had that many acrobats. On stage together. That was the first time. Crazy. How did they break? There were the, six of us. How did they break the news to you? We're not opening. On stage. On stage. Just gather you all up and say this isn't happening. My God. I actually knew because Michael told me before. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So you had some advanced knowledge. Yeah. Well, see, I was working with also the little one a lot, so I kind of had to know about that. And oh, of Michael, course. You know, because I had been working with him on, um, uh, he had a pot of dough to do in the show. Oh, wow. You know, so. Um, Interesting. Well, I'm so sorry. Did you feel after that, you're like, what What the hell is the point? Or did you just keep going? Oh, I, st- I actually, I still have a lot of the, f- I took photos, slides of all the masks. We had these masks and, I mean, it was incredible. Wow. I mean, some of it is it was yeah. just great. But see, that's... And nobody got where, to see it. That's where all the money went. And I'm it, sorry. It's just wow. Sad. So, I mean, I do have a few photos from that period, you know? And right. I have more slides than I do yeah. anything that's else. That's so cool. And then your next Broadway show, Merlin, is also not going to... It opens. It does open. Yeah. And that's when I got injured. What what happened? Um, oh, and Cheetah was in that. Yeah. I was... Cheetah, Cheetah's... Um, I went on for Cheetah's um, evil partner. Uh-huh. And um, he has this whole entrance. And Greg Mitchell was, I was his understudy. Oh. And so he was out. And uh, I have the pictures of all that. And it's um, basically there's this, her entrance. And I come up the staircase and take this huge lunge. And. Oh. Right, two inch tear in my groin. Oh, and I could feel it, and the pain just started to well up. And Becky Wright, she was a principal with uh, American Ballet. Oh, wow! Theater. So she was playing the unicorn, mm-hmm. and I looked at her. And I went, 
pain. And then we had this section, we went off stage, and I'm with her, and she said, pull it together, Fred. <gasps> because I still had to do a pot of dough with Cheeto. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, my God. And <laughs> so I made the pain the evil. <laughs> yes. Evil pain. Just wow. evil. So I made it through, and I died on the throne. Wow. And as I'm leaving, this, this, this thing goes back. The tears are rolling down. Oh, Fred. I was in such pain. But it was so cool. Becky had this stagehand. He was like 6'4". He came and swept me. Oh. <laughs> he was like, gone with the wind, baby. <laughs> uh, Yankees in Atlanta. I, oh, my God. Oh, Ashley my Wilkes, everything. whatever do you mean? <laughs> Now, I heard a story. Is it true that you guys had to cancel some performances because your animals couldn't get yep. to the theater? Wait, what? 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 The, I, the I animals. I received the gypsy robe for that show. <gasps> yes. Yes, you did. Yes. And on it, we had five opening nights. Oh. Frost. <laughs> so what I did is I made oh the whole God. sleeve black and rhinestone the out of it. <laughs> yeah. And Merlin. But then I had a red scarf come out of the sleeve, and I had the company sign it. Oh, oh the whole red sleeve. But at the very tip on the bottom, I listed each Broadway opening, crossed it out. <laughs> That's good. Crossed it out, and then the, finally the last one was. Can we just oh, have a little fine. moment to talk about the gypsy robe? Because this is the first time it's come up. Yes, I think, I think in you're our the first. I think you're the first guest we've ever Will had. You explain really? just what the gypsy robe is and why it's special. Oh, it's, Oh, cool. Well, first of all, Cheetah is considered queen of the gypsy She robes. is. That's a, <laughs> As she is. It's true. Yeah. See, well, the thing is, though, no principal is allowed to receive That's it. right. It has it's to be a course. only the ensemble. And it, it's a combination of the time that you spent in different shows, you know, and um, I guess it has a lot to do with, you know, it's politics, too. You know, whether the management likes you of course. <laughs> of course and nowadays it's oftentimes the one who has the most cr- the most credits uh, the most yeah cor- like when i, I mean or i was instagram in a, followers yeah, right. <laughs> no it's whoever whoever did the most well, choruses you know who was yeah, in the ensemble totally. the most you yes know? and that but i mean for the most part that's yeah. basically but i think it's evolved too. all it's a more of an official thing but it was more unofficial when it started yes. even 40 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and, and, and there's like a tradition where you make a circle, right? Oh, and you, my God, yes. You have to do this. I mean, it was so They cool. still do it. They still, I mean. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh I did God. a show yes. five years shit, ago. All and, this other change. They better not change that <laughs> shit, honey. Please. There, there was no dancing at all in a little night music when I did it. But let me tell you, we still had that gypsy rope. Really? We had that ceremony. It. Yeah. There were only six ensemble members, but we Who still did it. We met. What it was show? Stephen Buntrock, uh, oh. uh, Little Night Music, The Revival. Yeah. There was no dancing in that, but we still had a gypsy row. But, but the, there's a circle, and you go around like once or twice, I forget, and you slap hands. And three it's times. like three times, yeah. You have to circle three times. And everyone, yeah. sh- everyone in the season shares the same robe yep. and puts their own mark onto it, yes. like That's what you so guys so did. So, whatever, like with me, back in the day, though, it, you didn't hold on to it very long. Right. Very solid. Like, uh, what the hell was that show, that circus show? Um, Jim did the lead in it. Barnum. 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 Yeah. They didn't get to hold on to it but one night. Oh, jeez. 
Because the next night was an opening. They oh, of course. Grab that robe. Move that that's robe. That's right. So Move the robe that robe. had to go. Well, that's really special. But, you know, it's like those are things. I got to use it. I How long did I have it? I had it almost two months. Oh, wow. Marvelous. Oh, honey, I went to the club with that. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> honey. Show oh, off as well God. you should. They, they, asked it. they asked me to come and bring that. Really? Yeah, because I also, it was the year of cats also. Oh, my goodness. Oh. And also dream girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, this robe is styling. Where is yes. that robe? Where is, is that robe? It's in the um, library. Oh, they give it to the public library. Oh, they're, they're all there, honey. Oh That's my where they God. go, baby. We should go and uh, do a tour. Uh, I think That's so. That's where they go. I didn't know that. Yes, oh, my God. Okay. I would love to see then some the, of those. Then the next one is Toad Muslin. Oh, really? Right, just like it's blank, just a blank straight, slate. Straight, same identical robe, but has nothing on it. Yeah, every season it's a different. It's a very, someone so should do a, the, a documentary yeah, on yeah. it, really. Once the robe is filled, That's right. then a Muslim is made, and then it starts That's again. That's so cool. Well, I'm so happy you got to wear it for a couple of months. It was really fun. Dazzle. Well, you feel so special with yeah. it, too. Mm. I mean, you're to me, you're, I f- you feel like you're a part of the, the Broadway history. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Because not everybody fucking gets it. No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's so true. Exactly. But it's really cool, though. Yeah. You know? And I, I just think that that's something that should not be dropped at Totally. All, no, that, that is still going in. It's a proud tradition. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to stop that Most anytime definitely. soon. definitely. After Merlin, your next big Broadway show is a hit. Congratulations. Revival of Sweet Charity. Oh that happened long before Broadway, though. Really? Oh, my God. we That was done in L.A. Everywhere we went. See, now, here's the, one of the Fosse stories. Oh, yes. Fosse was not attached to that at all. But Gwen knowing her... <laughs> Husband, <laughs> yes, you know they were never divorced, yes. right? Oh yes. Um, but the thing was, you know, she knew how to get him involved. Yeah. So Gwen took it on with Chris Chadman, and they started mounting the show and getting it cleaned up. And like we were called in, um, was it two weeks before? I think we were in. For, the dancers were in for a full week before the principals came in. And so we just rocked, okay? Choreography, mm-hmm. get it all down. And then she invited Bob. Because, see, once it, he didn't like the remounting. Ah. But once it's remounted, he'll play. Oh, he's like, well, if, as long as you've done it, I might as well, <laughs> I might as well clean it up now. Let me see what you did. Yeah. But see, one of the numbers he was never happy with is uh, Rhythm of Life. Uh-huh. He was always playing with that because he just... Couldn't he didn't feel like he could get it right? Well, I always feel like that song comes up, and I'm like, "What show is this? What? Yeah, what in the, where did this come from?" To, yeah. I, every time the second act starts, I'm always like, "What?" Yeah. But I get it. I mean, I, I and I imagine that would be hard to provide movement for in the right storytelling way. But so, I mean, we opened that in L.A. Uh, right downtown with Debbie Allen in it. Then. Yes, mm-hmm. we were totally sold out. Wow. Bravo reviews, not only paper, but also television. Mm. Um, then we went to San Francisco, repeat of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Then he started Big Deal, so we were laid off for five months mm. before Broadway because he had Big Deal in the progress. Oh, and they were like, well, we'll wait for him. I mean, we're not going to... Yeah. Wow. Not bring it... That's one thing he never did. 
nothing could be done of his outside. Everything was the focus on what he was doing now. Wow. Wow. So you couldn't do Pippin. You couldn't do any of those shows of his outside the city or anywhere because of what he was doing right now on Broadway. Wow. Oh, interesting. That is so fascinating. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I didn't actually either. And then Sweet Charity comes in, does eventually come in, yes. and then ended up getting better reviews than, oh the, than the new musical. It was just the most exciting evening. Oh. When they played that big spender, all the guys, we were all in the wings. Because <laughs> yeah. this is at the Minskoff. Yes. Right? Oh, my God. We were in the wings, and then the music started. The entire audience erupted. I mean, erupted. They didn't even see the girls yet. Right. And then the lights came up and the silhouette of the girls. Boom, they were up on their feet. (laughs) I mean, it was just, look at it, goosebump time. I mean, it was that, it was so freaking out. That is so cool. And the girls, they couldn't start the number because it was so loud they couldn't hear the orchestra. Did you have a favorite number that you did in the show? No. I, I loved them all. Loved. I did Manfred also. Yes, mm-hmm. the butler. The butler. So you get to do that great comedy scene yes. with, with everyone. Yeah. Then did you go on the national tour after? All three. So wow. were you in Washington when he passed? Here's the deal. When that first started, my fa- I lost my father. July 1st, I buried my dad. Wow. Bob let me go home for a whole week. Because that's the last tour of Sweet Charity, the third time. Because we did the first L.A., San Francisco, then we did Broadway, and then we did mm-hmm. this one. So he let me go home. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, he let me go home because he and my dad had met at the opening of the Broadway because oh, I nice. spent the money and brought my mom and dad. Oh. And I got a limo to meet them at the, you know, the whole thing. The works. Bought mom a new dress, got her hair done for her. I love <laughs> it. Just, I wanted to treat them like king and queen. Yeah. So, But um, they got to sit. That's the last memory I have, both of them. Mm. They sat at this table in the, the Minskoff had just opened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That grand ballroom. And they were sitting at one of the round tables. The place is totally empty. And I'm taking my mother to the ladies' room. I turn around and there's... My two fathers with their heads together. Oh. And they sat and talked for a good 20 minutes to, to a half an hour. Wow. And see, that's when my Bob let me go home. Because he had already a direct relationship with my dad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just thought that was incredible. Yeah. He just let me go home. He said, as long as you're back here for dress rehearsal in Toronto. Because I was only two hours away from Toronto. Right. Yeah. And I did. I, I got there in time, just in time for <laughs> Rhythm of Life. Oh, my God. And I do this lift. And I'll, I'm doing the lift and coming out, and he stopped the number. He just stopped the number, and he said, Fred, myself and the entire company, you know, I, I just start crying. Oh, well, how? I mean. You know? But see, that's why I, I've, Bob was always... Is what hard ass he could be sometimes. Mm. He just had this heart of gold on mm. the other side of it too. Yeah, I mean, he spent during an audition, my first audition for him ever. He spent time to help me sing. Really? Oh wow! <laughs> wow. 
We took time out of the freaking audition to help me sing. Mm. That's why I'm loyal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, how few do that? Yeah. I mean, totally, uh, totally. I, I hate to take you back to this place, but when, when you were in Washington, how did you guys find out that he had passed? Okay, that's that's a story too. Um, he had come in, surprised us. He wasn't supposed to be there that day, right? Um, and we were called for noon, and Gwen wanted to, Gwen and uh, Chris, Chris Chadman was also involved too, and. So we're sitting there in the front lobby, and we're sitting on the stairs and stuff, and Gwen starts to do notes and stuff, and then in comes Floating Bob and surprise Gwen. And um, that day, he took the entire show apart again. Because DC's opening was very important to the rest of the tour. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we were told that. Right. And... During Rhythm of Life again, he talked about going to the per- <laughs> per- um, percussion heaven. Yeah, yeah. And he used that phrase. <laughs> and boom, he ended the evening, he was in percussion heaven. <clears throat> wow. And it was real weird because um, he worked the entire time. I always stayed afterwards because I loved watching him work with the orchestra. Because yeah. you learn so much. Just how he, you know, anyways. Yeah, oh, no, I And I was sitting in the back of the theater, and he and Gwen were down talking with uh, Mike and um, rehearsing that stuff. So they rehearsed them about 15 minutes, and then he and Gwen walked out and said goodbye to me. They couldn't have walked maybe 10 steps. And that's when he had his heart attack. Right. And um, it was... Um, of course, they wouldn't tell us before the show, um, but it was after the show. Um, the producer and uh, our manager came and said, and they made a mistake. You see, not everybody calls him Bobby. Mm-hmm. That's a few people called him mm-hmm. Bobby. And so there was a guy, one of the hairdressers' name was Bobby. Oh, so he announced that Bobby died. Well, of course, everybody thought it was the hairdresser because he was still in the dressing yeah. room. He wasn't there with us. Everybody kind of like, whoa. And then he realized he <laughs> messed up, the producer. Right. And they went, Mr. Fossey. Well, then it all registered. Yeah. And then it made my father's death right. yeah. register. Even more. And I just, the tears just started rolling down my face. But there was enough younger people in the company that us older people felt like we had to keep it together, right? You know, and um, that was just incredible. Well, incredible. It's it's so clear that with what you do today, you continue to honor his legacy, and it's so nice that it's being Try passed to. on to another generation. Uh, we've only got a couple of minutes left with you, so so tell us. I know you're such a devout teacher. You have students who speak so highly of you and what you do. If somebody wanted to study with you, how do they contact you? How do they get to learn from the great master that is you? I'm on Facebook. Facebook. And I'm also Man for Dance at okay. Gmail. Man for Dance at Gmail.com. Love that. Yeah. And they'll contact you. Yeah. 
Um, it has been such an absolute oh. joy. And I feel like we should do a part two at some point. We'd love to sit down and hear more stories from you. Well, actually, I'd love to continue just conversation with the two of you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.